Want to tell the people in your life you appreciate them? Stand out with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever for appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year. And you won't have to worry about the best gift ever being late because Minky can fulfill your orders without the supply chain frustrations. Minky Couture has you covered at MinkyCouture.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, Space Cadets, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and today, let's discuss this humongous, colossal, gigantic, ginormous asteroid that will approach Earth on Friday of this week. But before I get into that, I'd like to say thank you to everybody out there that's subscribed to this channel. If you're not subscribed to this channel, I do this every single day. Uh, We have a lot of space news to cover all the time. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and I appreciate all of your time and all of your support. Now let's get back into this crazy huge asteroid. NASA is always on the lookout for space rocks that are coming close to Earth. That's just a part of their mission statement. They want to keep us protected and make sure that we know what's going on in outer space so we can know what's going to go on near Earth. And this rock, uh, it's called 2019 DN is going to arrive at its closest point to Earth this Friday on March the 8th. And at its nearest distance, the asteroid will be around 13 lunar distances away. And one lunar distance is equal to the space between Earth and the moon. So it's not going to be close. It's not going to hurt us. But the thing is gigantic, and that's why it's so cool. But it being gigantic like that and colossal and huge, well, if it were to hit the Earth, it could do a lot of damage. So it's great that NASA is looking out for these things. And this asteroid, it's between 91 and 200 meters wide. It's a huge asteroid. And it's 3 million miles away, 3.1 million miles away, roughly, uh, when it gets the closest to the Earth. So it's not going to hurt us, uh, but it would definitely cause some huge damage if it were to hit us. And I don't know if you remember, but back in 2013, there was a Russian meteor that flew across the sky and exploded in the atmosphere. That was only 20 meters wide, and that had the force equivalent to over 400 kilotons of TNT, which damaged thousands of buildings and injured about 1,500 people. So imagine that. This one's 91 to 200 meters wide. Let's just call it, you know, like 100. 30 meters wide, you know, compared to 20 meters wide, that could do some serious, serious damage. And the um, the rock that probably killed off the dinosaurs, it's 50 miles in diameter. And that is humongous compared to uh, this one that's happening on Friday, which is called the 2019 DN. Now, don't be worried because space is huge. You know, you don't have to worry about this thing. Something, uh, a space rock back in November of last year, 
got really close to Earth, but it was beyond the moose orbit and it wasn't even worth the worry at that point. So this is 10 times further than that. You don't have to worry about this thing at all. Though it's huge, it's not gonna make an impact on Earth and it's not gonna hurt anybody. And this isn't even the only asteroid that's gonna be here. Um, and later on in March, there's gonna be another asteroid. It's gonna be even bigger than this one. It's called 2019 CD5. It's gonna be measuring between 100 and 230 meters. And it should come by around March 20th. And it's going to be closer, but it's not gonna hurt us as well. So we don't have to worry about any of these, quote, near Earth asteroids, as long as it's not in our atmosphere. You don't have to worry about it. And just as a comparison, the Apollo missions, it took them four days, six hours, and 45 minutes to get to the moon from Earth. So 10 times that. You know, that's that's pretty far away. We're not in any sort of peril. So now that we know we're not in any sort of peril, well, I'm going to take a minute to pause for the cause and pay some bills, but I'll be right back with some JPL news because Mars's InSight lander has stopped digging. Welcome back, everybody. And, you know, NASA's Mars InSight lander, it has a probe that's designed to dig up to 16 feet below the surface of Mars, and it stopped working. Um, they stopped digging with it because they think it hit a rock or some sort of um, some sort of solid structure down there. So according to NASA, after beginning to hammer itself into soil on Thursday, February 28th, the 16 inch long probe, part of an instrument called the Heat and Physical Properties Package, the HP3, got about three fourths of the way out of its housing structure before stopping and no significant progress was seen after a second bout of hammering on Saturday, March 2nd. Data suggests the probe, known as the mole, is at a 15 degree tilt. Now, scientists suspect that it hit a rock or some gravel and the team had hoped there would be relatively few rocks below the ground. And given that there are very few above ground, and even so, the mole was designed to push small rocks aside or wend its way around them. And the instrument, which was provided for insight by the German Aerospace Center, the DLR, did so repeatedly during testing before InSight landed. HP3's principal investigator said that the team has decided to pause the hammering for now to allow the situation to be analyzed more closely and jointly come up with strategies for overcoming the obstacle. And that means they're gonna hold off for about two weeks. And data shows that the probe itself continues to function as expected. And after heating by 50 degrees, it measures how quickly that heat dissipates in the soil. This property, known as thermal conductivity, helps calibrate sensors embedded in a tether trailing from the back of the mole. And once the mole is deep enough, these tether sensors can measure Mars's natural heat coming from inside the planet, which is generated by radioactive materials decaying and energy left over from Mars formation. So that doesn't mean every instrument's down and out. It means that just this one thing is on pause for a little bit, and the team will be conducting further heating tests this week to measure the thermal conductivity of the upper surface. And then we'll also use a radiometer on InSight's deck to measure temperature changes on the surface of Mars and the red planet's moon Phobos will pass in front of the sun several times this week like a cloud passing overhead and the eclipse will darken and cool the ground around InSight. How cool is that? How cool is it that Phobos is gonna pass in front of the sun on Mars and that we know that's gonna happen and we have been there before and we've seen this happen with video footage. 
that's absolutely mind-blowing. It's on another planet. Now, this rock that's underneath, I mean, it could be a bunch of stones. It could be small pebbles. It could also be a large flat rock. Um, now, if it's a large flat rock, there's really nothing they can do about it. They can't get through it. It's made to kind of go around these things and push them aside. It's not made to drill straight through hard, hard rock, um, though, you know, it can start doing that, but it's not going to be very good for the drilling instrument. So that being said, best case scenario is that they figure stuff out in a couple weeks and they start drilling. They maybe reposition the mole um, and then they try to find a way around these obstacles that are in front of it. And if you've ever dug in your backyard, so think about digging in your backyard, um, you find rocks here and there. You know, it's hard to dig through those rocks, right? And that's the same thing that's happening to this mole. It's difficult to dig through the rocks. So they have to push it aside. And if you find a big flat rock, how hard is it to dig around that flat rock and then pick the flat rock up, move it to the side, dig under the flat rock? Well, the mole can't do that. So it has to find a way around those things. So hopefully in a few weeks, they figure out why the mole has stopped and they figure out a way around the thing that's making it stop. So until then, we're just going to sit tight and I'll bring you any news that I get from the JPL team as soon as I get it. Now, I want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to this podcast. Thank you to everybody who's subscribed. I really do appreciate your time and I appreciate your support. It really means a lot that you sit through these things and you actually learn something every day. Being a science communicator, um, it's really, really great to hear you guys uh, have positive feedback about the things that I'm doing. And also, you know, people that have donated on Patreon. You are amazing. And I want to say thank you so much for supporting the pod. And you can find out more information on social media at Space News Pod on YouTube, youtube.com slash Space News Pod and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Space News Pod for the latest and greatest space news and also life news, tech news, things like that. I have another segment called Down to Earth, which deals with human things and things that are happening on Earth that could affect us, technology, environment, etc. So check those out when they come out. Those are pretty fun. Those are a little bit different than space, but hey, we're on Earth. We're in space. So it all works out. So this has been the Space News Pod, my friends, space cadets. My name is Will, and I will see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.